Hello and welcome to the 47th episode of the Red Sox Unfiltered Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Green, joined as always by my lovely co-host, Dave Latham. Dave, say hi to the people. Hi to the people. Um, Normally there's something witty and clever here, but the Red Sox have just drowned me of any joy in my life, so I can't even think of one. (laughs) Yeah, joy, like I, I remember last time we were recording this and this episode, it was 46, and, you know, things were looking bad, but, you know, we had so much hope. We were like, it's early, whatever. But, yeah, Joy's still been very hard to come by. And, yeah, hopefully this won't last to episode 48. Uh, also joining me is my other lovely co-host and producer, uh, Chris Drozzy. Chris? Hey. Uh, always with the lovely introductions. The callous hey. Cold so, <laughs> the cold-hearted, Cal- yeah, you're reflecting every Red Sox fan mood right now. So, you are you are emblematic. You are the embodying of, of what Red Sox fans are feeling. Probably. That's why I'm here. I can't speak for all of Red Sox fans. But, yeah, it's it's been a rough go, guys. Um, as we were recording this, the Red Sox just dropped a game to the Baltimore Orioles by the score of 8-1. to one. Series will be split 2-2. Two to two. Uh, Chris Davis in a home run. Chris Davis also got his first hit of 2019 after historic over streak. Um, so yeah, it's been um, it's been bad. The Red Sox playoff uh, odds. So they have playoff odd graphs on Fangraphs, and 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 these are kind of cool to look at. I, I I was looking at them a lot last season when you know things were going well, and I talked to I even brought this up last week, but. Red Sox started, let's see, March 31st, or 28th, let's say, 88.7% chance, right? Uh, March 29th, 90% chance. On that same day, March 29th, the Rays had a 32.9% chance. Right now, as of April 15th, Rays have a 68.5% chance of making the playoffs. Red Sox have a 565 Red Sox have dropped. They have dropped, man, 34%. That's not fun. But yeah, it is early. There's so much baseball to be played. But yeah, guys, give me give me some early, or I guess not early thoughts, but give me some thoughts that you've had this week with the team. Are, are you guys officially concerned right now, Dave? I'm I'm concerned. Yeah, I thought that you know the first week, week and a half of the season, it was the West Coast trip. We intentionally took spring training easy, and I wasn't expecting as slow a start as we got. But you know. I, I could I was expecting not our best baseball, but you have a home, two home series against the Blue Jays and the Orioles, who aren't good teams by any stretch of the imagination, and you can't beat them. What's going on with this team? And I don't think the spring training excuse really holds up anymore because by now spring training would be over. I, it's just unfathomable that a team this talented is doing this poorly for this long. Yeah, it's uh. It's definitely looking. It's been it's been looking worse as the days have gone on. Uh, what what about yourself, Chris? What what are you thinking uh, with this team? Uh, when you make Chris Davis look like a god among men, uh, <laughs> there, there's definitely something going wrong. Do you uh, remember when? Do you I, remember when there was a time when Chris Davis was a god among men? Yes, it used is, to be good. That is true. And right before this series, I was like, hey. You know what's going to happen? Chris Davis is going to hit a home run off of a Red Sox pitcher um, to end his end and his he hitless, did well not to end his hitless streak, but it, he didn't. It, 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 same concept. 
I'm good with it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just it. I can't I can't believe I, I just can't believe what I'm watching, basically. It's so sloppy. Just it's just crazy. When I think when Red Sox fans saw the lineup card today and it had Christian Vasquez play second and Steve Pierce playing left field, that was uh very representative and telling. Though Christian Vasquez I saw was making some nifty plays. He was uh, the best part of the game. By he far. was the most entertaining part of the game. Everyone was freaking out. Everyone was saying, uh, what the hell? And then Christian Vasquez comes in, and he actually held his own at second base, which was nice to see. He's probably uh, a better defensive second baseman than Eduardo Nunez. Yeah, that's not saying a lot, though. But uh, that that happened. Um, we I know everyone was freaking out about it, but it actually turned out okay. Um other things to talk about before we actually get into our main segment, which I didn't even preface, but we are going to be do a happy thought segment in a second where we're just going to be positively looking at every 25 people on this roster. Maybe 26. Maybe 26, because uh, Marcus Walden. Yeah, let's talk about Marcus Walden, though, before we... Uh, he just got called down, or he got demoted after a decently rough outing against the Orioles today. He gave two earned runs, but before that, he was... Arguably one of the better parts of the bullpen. Uh, I get he has options, but this came as a bit of a surprise. Uh, Dave, were you were you shocked at all to see Walden go down? I mean, just by playing the numbers, it, he pretty much had to go down. There was no other choice. The only other guys with options are Brewer and Velasquez, and both guys are too important to the team. But I wish we'd just give up on Thornburg. It's not happening. The dude is done. I just... Yeah, having him on the team makes the roster worse, and I get you want to keep as much pitching depth as possible, but it's at the expense of making the roster more competitive. Thornburg, it, like 2015 was a long time ago. The year, the year of our Thornburg has passed, and it's time to give up. Chris, do you want to respond to that? That hurts me. It should. That hurts me. It should. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's all he's got. You're not disputing it, though. He, he's, uh, he's mortally with... Uh, I am... Yeah, no, I'm not disputing it. <laughs> there isn't even, yeah. like, there isn't even really underlying numbers that you could look at that you're like, yeah! No, it's just... No, it's, he sucks it's and he's just, pitching like he should be. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad. Well, we do have some good news, I guess, in terms of rehabilitation. Obviously, this 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 kind of like weekend's been a little muddled with injuries. As Ben Attendee had the foot contusion, JBJ's got the flu, um, so some guys have been banged up. Um, but Brock Holt, uh, who went on the IL earlier last week or the week before, uh, he is nearing a minor league rehab assignment, and that should. Uh, signify that the Christian Vasquez second base uh, gold glove uh, run will come to a sad conclusion soon. Um, but yeah, uh, Brock Holt's coming back. Pedroia's obviously been playing a lot of second. He DH today. Uh, I do want to talk about Dustin Pedroia a little bit before we get to this this segment because Dustin Pedroia um, obviously struggling a little bit and he's kind of sparking a discussion about what his role really is on this team. Right now, he has a negative 18 WRC+, plus, a negative .3 war, a 133 average, and a 133 slug. No extra base hits. Do you guys think Dustin Pedroia's done? Is it too early to make that assertion, Dave? I think it's still too early to make that assertion because 
the dude hasn't played baseball essentially in two years, and he's had like what seven plate appearances. So, or no, he's had more than that, but maybe close to twenty. Still too early to really say anything for sure. It's not encouraging, obviously, but nothing about this team is. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta put him as a platoon with Holt and Nunez when he does come back. So, um, I just say, you know, ride it out, and for the money he's making, he's here regardless. So, yeah, I, I will, I will kind of just hit the retweet button there. I, I think it's too early to put pump the brakes in. I think you said he has twenty plate appearances. Yeah, he's got around there. Um, it's not looked good so far, but like you can't really make any sweeping declarations off of you know that minuscule sample size. His defense has been adequate, I, I would say, though the defensive metrics have not liked it so far. He's looked a little banged up, but not too much. I, it seems like he's moving better, but at the same time, like there has not been a lot of juice coming off these balls that he's hitting. They seem very, very weak contact. Um, and I don't expect him to, you know, hit juice 10, 15, 20 home runs, but uh, that extra base power seems completely sapped at this point, and I think that is a concern. But if you can get slappy singles Dustin Bedroy out there and and get that back, and, and I think he still, for the time being, will be competitive at the second base spot with Brock Holton, Eduardo Nunez. Chris, what about you? Dustin Bedroy, go. Uh, way too early. That's... Way too early. Yeah, that's you, you can't. It's it's hard to judge a guy that's been gone for two years. Like you can't. That's that's my thought on it. You just can't. That is true. That is true. So that's I think all the stuff we got to cover before we get into this Ooh, happy. Wait, 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 wait. You got wait. one. You got one other thing. Uh, there is one team in the MLB left that has not lost a series. Who is it? Oh, oh, oh the race. The Rays. Seattle Mariners. The Tampa Rays. No, it's the Rays. Bay Rays. They are beasts. Watch out. They're, they're trying to take the AL East. They're, they're winning the East. Watch you guys, it, it, I think it's well documented that the Rays are my second favorite team. Is that, do you guys know that about me? I did I mean, not. I wouldn't say it's well documented, but it's documented. It's now it documented. documented. It's now. Yeah, I mean, it's on not going to be on the internet podcast, forever. Yeah, no one's actually going to unearth this. But, uh, yeah, the the Rays, uh, I, I like I like how they run their organization. They're scrappy. But, yeah, no, obviously I'd rather have the Red Sox well ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays. But good good, good, good for Tampa Bay. They're um, going against a lot of uh, bad reputation that they set out for themselves last year when they kind of had a mini fire sale and then they won 90 games. And now they're all sitting atop the throne on the AL East right now. So. Shout out to the Rays. Nobody on listening to a Red Sox podcast that wants to hear that. But yes, let's uh, transition this to Chris. This happiness project that you have constructed. Um, <laughs> Happy project. <laughs> the happiness project. Because I, I think the Red Sox have been bad for a lot of people's health. Um, it's not been fun to watch. So we're going to try to shed positivity. Um, because this is a positivity podcast, I guess. I don't know. Um, and 25, we're the 25 voice men, that people need, we're, we're the voice that people need in these dark times. So, uh, Chris has a little random generator that he put into his fancy algorithmic computer. Um, so Chris, uh, who, who, who's first up on this, on this, uh, list that we're going to talk so, positively about. So, so to clarify, we're calling this the feel good segment. 
Um, so I need not to get, the happiness project. I need to. I, oh, we could call it the happiness project. I don't know. Yet. I like the happiness project. Let's call it the happiness project. Anytime I think we're I, feeling I, down. Although, I think I ripped this off from somewhere though. Like I think the happiness project is a thing. If we can call it the happiness pro- project without getting sued, let's we're, go. We're going to call it the happiness project. All right, we'll call it the, the happiness project. Is a book um, that has a three point six on Goodreads. I've never read the book though. I'm going with the happiness project. Uh, All right. <laughs> feel free to subpoena me or whatever too. you need it's to do. Gretchen Serve Rubin. me my papers. Uh, cease yeah. and desist order. I'm good with it. So <laughs> this is a uh, this is a 25 man list, and we have all of the active players as of today. Um, and the ending of this list list is 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 will shock you. It will shock all, you. The end all of, this of the list. active. All of the active players uh, as of today, and Marcus Walden. Well, yeah, I have to have twenty-five guys on here. So, uh, yeah, um, of course, of course. I just wanted. So know, we're clarify. just gonna we're just gonna say something happy about each of the players for this year. Um, so we'll we'll try to keep okay. it positive. Yeah, who's ready? first up, Chris? Yeah. Oh, we got a big name here first. Who is it? Nathan Ivaldi. Not really. Oh. The biggest. But uh, well. Well, who, who wants to take the uh, happiness? Uh, he Ivaldi. still throws hard. He has walked exactly as many people as he struck out. <laughs> Sorry. He Sorry, still throws hard. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. His last start out for those five innings were pretty good. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, Nathan Avoldi has the highest average fastball velo on the Red Sox, ninety-seven point one. I mean, obvious, but it's true. And compared compared to himself, compared Nathan Avoldi to Nathan Avoldi, and what, what, what was he at last year in terms of velocity? Ninety-seven point five, and this year he's at ninety-seven point six. So All I right. said 97.1 before, but this says 97.6 on his Fangraphs player page. Something's wrong. But, oh, so this is just fastball versus cutter fastball. Okay, so it's 97.6, and last year was 97.5, so that's your positive take. Yeah, and honestly, Nathan Ovaldi is one of the most control-oriented pitchers in baseball. He's going to figure out how to throw strikes again. I'm not, I'm not worried about him in the long term. That's all I have to say about Nathan Ovaldi happiness. All right. That's that's the happiness. The next one, I'm throwing this one specifically to Dave. Um, oh no! Oh so no! So number two is Marcus Walden. Oh. Marcus Walden's actually good. I'm glad. I was very surprised to find that out. I said that he should make the opening day roster because he existed, but he pitched really well when he was up here. He got hit hard today, but he's been pitching so much that it's okay to have one bad day. So Marcus Walden's a good pitcher and should be on the major league roster. Get rid of Thornburg. I think he's. I think he's literally be for the sole reason that they've overworked the bullpen. I, that's, that's literally it. But that's my. my yeah. Him. That's that's about all I feel on Marcus Walden. So that wasn't really happy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he covered Marcus Walden well. Uh, yeah, you you co- retweet. I'll just retweet. Yeah, retweet. RT. Uh, next guy, we're actually going to get a position player here. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Oh, he's been the best player on this team. Easily. Besides, yeah. Uh, uh, JD's been up, up there. there. JD's oh, been fantastic. So is Mitchie4 slash two bag slash any bag. 
Uh, yeah, Xander Bogarts leads the team in F4.7. Got 150 WRC plus, slugging a hot five night. Like, he's doing it in quiet ways, too. Like, Bogarts has just been consistent, like, since the get-go, and he's really not, like, his, his consistency hasn't been stunted at any point. So he's doing really well right now, especially compared to some of these other guys. Yeah, Bogarts has been a genuinely good player on a team that sucks. So, like, you know, I'm yeah, I'm very happy with what Bogarts has brought. Yeah, if you can do that for a full season, like, you'd be in good shape. And if the other 24 could actually do something, you'd be in better shape. Yeah, Xander Bogarts is giving us exactly what his talent can give us. He's, he's, he's producing like he should, which is yeah. not which is a lot different than a lot of these other guys can say. So, we love you, X. X continues to give it to you while everyone continues not to give it to you. That was, that was beautiful. That was impassioned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw this next one to me. Okay. Um, Is it Tyler Thornburg? <laughs> it's Tyler Thornburg. Uh-uh. And um, uh-uh. I am searching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, you, if, you need, if you need a layup, I've got a positive for Thornburg. I mean, Tyler Thornburg has he's, a striking nine point. Out, he's striking out more than one batter per inning. That's actually good. Um, that's, that's really good. Nothing else is. He, uh, he's not really walking anybody. His home runs, though. It's really that's really what's killing him. Like he's not really giving up much in the average or the walks department. It's just the home runs that are killing him. Literally killing him. Yeah, literally. He's he's stabbing me in the heart. Yeah, no, literally killing Chris. Sorry. Yeah, you got it. Let's redirect that. You Chris get... is more invested in Thornburg's success than Tyler Thornburg is. Yes, exactly. Did, did you this actually? Is 100% have... fact. That was actually going to be my positive for Tyler Thornburg. Anyway, a very big positive is that his contract got guaranteed when he made the opening day roster. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So yeah, Thornburg's getting paid. Also, if I'm reading this right, and I don't know if I'm reading the fan graphs right. Um, I think his fastball is the second highest average in velocity that he's had since 2014. Oh, wait, no, 2016. I lied. So the thing about, okay, so Thornburg pitched today, right? And gave two runs or one run or something. Yeah. Fangraphs is not updated until the following morning. So those numbers are a bit skewed, especially it's such a small sample size. Um, I mean, the strikeouts are still there. He got another strikeout, got another walk. Um, but yeah, he did give up two runs. So his ERA and FIP that you are seeing on fan graphs right now is, is not really doing him justice. Cause he, he, he's not, Oh, it's positive. He, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting negative here. All right. Tyler Thornburg's had yeah. enough positivity. I know the next guy, uh, this one I'm throwing over to the president of the fan club, Jackie Bradley uh, Jr. Uh, to, uh, Mr. Patrick over there. So have I, fun. I, I pulled up Statcast, you know, so we can look at some of these underlying numbers, uh, just, you know, I always have these ready for JBJ at any means of defense, but then I, <laughs> he was then ready. I, He's like, I got but, this. <laughs> but then, uh, then, and then I looked at his, uh, underlying numbers and I was like, Oh no, is X. Okay. Now I gotta be positive. 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 Is, okay. So his hard hit percentage is 33%, right? That is actually middle of the pack on the team. He's been getting slightly unlucky. His XMO was 269, I think, compared to a 1. It's 226 compared to a 169, so he's been getting a little bit unlucky, though he still is, would not be doing well, even if his XWOBA lived up to his regular WOBA. Um, JBJ has a better hard hit percentage than Raphael Devers. That's my positive. All right. 
on to the next guy here. We got the uh, yeah. I've got nothing positive to say about JBJ. Yeah, me neither. So I'm, I'm abstaining. <laughs> well, no, wait, no. He had a good catch the other day. He always has good catches. Yep, he had that. He did He's have always, a good catch. He had that always good catch. ready to steal your home run. I have a very neutral take on Jackie Bradley Jr. It's that it's Jackie Bradley Jr. Nothing has changed. I thought about going that route and being like, these are the highs and lows, but then I was like, let's get into the numbers, and they were just not great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, moving on here, since we're going to run out of happy things to say about JBJ, uh, Steve Pierce. Oh, this is this is another challenging one. A lot of these are challenging. Yeah, you're, you're Steve Pierce. Uh, oh, he's not God. doing great. No, see, this is the thing. I, I'm a big Steve Pierce believer, and I will continue to be until the day I die. Um, he probably, I, I think we all have seen that he may have, it may have behooved him to go on a rehab assignment instead of just join the team directly. Uh, his, strikeout, his strikeout percentage before today was 42.9%. I only had 14 plays. Holy appearances. crap, it's that bad? Yeah, he's struck out so much and he hasn't walked, but again... It's a very small sample size, and he's really has not had much of a chance um, to really show much at this point. He's obviously hurt, so it's going to get better. He plays left field now. He's versatile. He might get defensive positioning points on fan graphs for his versatility. That'll help his war, maybe. So, yeah, that's what I got. I like it. I like it. Thank he you. cannot stay as bad as he currently is. That's a positive. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what we're saying for a lot of these these boys. Uh, so the next one, I'm throwing it back to Pat here. Oh, um, wow, cool. Three for three. He Tembry. Ah, I understand why this is coming in my direction. So, you know, Heath Embry gave up a home run to Chris Davis, and he'll probably never live that down for the rest of his life. Nor but, should he. No, yeah, I mean, the thing is, Heath Embry, coming into today, this is before the the two earned runs today. He had pitched eight innings to 338 ERA and 365 FIP. So, I mean, he hasn't been doing bad, per se. Uh, his his ERA is ballooned to five. But that's, that's you know, in the grand scheme of things, see how some of these other ERAs look in the Red Sox pitching staff? Not too bad. And his underlying number, pretty good. So, I'm encouraged. He's striking out over a batter per inning. Um, it's just kind of the Heath Embry experience. I like it. I refuse to say nice things about Heath Hembry. I look. I, I hate that I became the de facto Heath Hembry defender. I did to myself. I just think him yeah, and Ryan Brazier are close in talent. That that's where it comes. To, that's not saying much about Heath Hembry in my, my mind. In people's mind, maybe they're thinking, "Oh, this guy is really believes in Heath Hembry." No, it's just I don't really believe in Ryan Brazier. And that's why I can't stand it. Brazier slander is not tolerated on this end of the call. I, I understand that, Dave. I understand. I respect your position. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, the next guy on the list here is Eduardo Nunez. Oh, I, I got the perfect one. Pat's just taking all, all these. Go for it, Pat. Eduardo Nunez has the same ERA as Chris Sale. Has <laughs> a better ERA than Rick Porcello. Enough said. That's Team a, ERA leader, Eduardo Nunez. Well, Team ERA, but, I mean, he's got a 90 ERA. Starting you know. pitching Team ERA leader, Eduardo Nunez. <laughs> Even Actually, he was David a Price and Nathan Volley are ahead of him, but he's, he's, you know, he's middle of the pack. If you normalized his home run rate to zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right there. I get you. you got to adjust for the ballpark there. Yeah. Um, 
Number nine, it's Dustin Pedroia. I'm going to take this one. I, yeah, probably, I probably shouldn't take this one. He's had 16 plate appearances. He's only struck out twice. Yeah. So at least he's making yeah, contact. Hey, that is encouraging. Yeah, he's making contact. I, I was looking at... Well, can, can I actually say something in regards to uh, to uh, Dustin Pedroia? Is it happy? Yeah, no, of course it's happy. <laughs> All right. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. So I, I, I was messing around with some uh, Red Sox leaderboards earlier, and he is swinging at only 16% of balls outside of the strike zone, which is the second best on the team, trailing only Mookie Betts. Like, the next closest person to him is Christian Vasquez at 26.3% O-swing percentage. So that's really good. And, I mean, this has been, like, a hallmark of Dustin Pedroia's career. He's got He's really selective, and he doesn't swing at balls, but... I mean, he's still doing that, so that's positive. Yeah, it is because he has a he, he's got the eye still. The eagle he eye. Has, he has yeah, a I had the yeah, and honestly, if you're not if you haven't played for that long and you're still able to make contact, the hits will come. Yeah, in theory. Well, unless you're Jackie Bradley Jr. Okay. And Jackie, the hits are going to come too, wait, and wait, they wait, will wait. come all at once. Sorry, Jackie has more power than Pedro. I remove what I just said because it was not positive. I apologize to everybody. Yeah. Um, Jackie's going to have Chris could not resist. <laughs> I could not. Jackie's going I, I to have like a... Chris relishes at JBJ's lack of success right I now. I do. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out. I feel like he likes it. And you will look like a fool for two weeks in June when Jackie hits ten home runs <laughs> in a month. Yep. And you know what? I'm going to be wearing my JBJ po- my jersey while we're podcasting, and, and then his batting average is going to crater down to 150 in July, and we're going to do the whole. All over again. I'll have those two weeks, and that's all I need. It's the JBJ experience. And when you look at it at the end of the season, you say, okay, he was pretty average, but there was not a single point of the season where he was average. It was either the best or the worst in the lineup. Yeah, sounds about right. So uh, we'll move on from there because we just, we just went back five places. Um, so, <laughs> so Steve Pierce. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Chris Sale. Who wants to take it? Do, 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 Chris do, Sale Dave. already got paid. That is true. It's positive. It's positive. His strikeout right rate is five point five four. We're supposed to be positive. I'm sorry. I just that's the only positive I have because got every paid. Chris Sale right. take I have is negative. He got paid. His, Moving on. His fastball velocity was actually up in his third start. You know, a lot of people. There's were nowhere actually... to go but up. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Dave. We're trying to be positive. Small victories. All it right. was back to kind of normal, I guess. So it wasn't as big of a deal, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Moving on. He, he, got, he paid, got paid. Good for Chris on. Sale. His grandchildren can go to college. Pretty much. I think they could have gone before. Well, now they can go again. <laughs> they can he, get. He, he's good for like five uh, generations of sales. Aunt, Aunt Becky style. They can get into whatever school they want. There we go. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and with well, that, we're moving on to the next person here. Uh, Brandon Workman. Who's a Zero Brandon Workman? Right. Who, who's a Brandon? Zero ERA. Zero ERA. Really? That's all enough said. Zero yeah. ERA. Zero. He's not allowed to run. Really? Seven innings. No runs. Wow. Allowed. Yeah, man. Wow. And strikeout rate is redonk, too. Why not? I just assumed everybody was awful, so. <laughs> everyone's been paying attention to everyone who's doing bad because there's so many people doing bad that when Brandon Workman quietly goes about his business and just, you know, it's just like the, the master he is, and no one knows. That's how it goes. Uh, next guy up here is Andrew Benintendi. He's Benny Biceps. Hit a homer, the he, guy. He hit a home run, yes. He's been getting hot. Uh, 
he struggled early, and he's really starting to collect a lot of bases. He has 117 WRC plus uh, as of now. Uh, he's definitely starting to really hit the ball well. And last year, he started out the season like 0 for 12 or something. Yeah. And then he got hot, so he just starts slow. Maybe that's just his thing. Yeah. Might proud be. Proud of Benny. Might be. Uh, we got the ninja, uh, the ninja Turtle up next, Rafael Devers. Uh, game-winning walk-off superhero, Rafael Devers, you mean? Oh, yeah. There we go. There we, there go. we go. There we go. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and the fact that he's doing this while also... Make, making time for grade school because he's still 13. People forget that. They do. They do. Are you considered in grade school when you're 13? Yes. I don't know. That's like middle schoolish, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Is high school right. considered grade school? What, what? I thought all I that was considered grade school. Grade Is it all considered school. grade school? I, mean, I, thought, I was thinking grade I, school I was, and elementary school were synonymous. Hold on. I always said, like, you know, I am in seventh grade, so therefore it's still a grade uh, you know school. What? Uh, you're right. You're no, right. Grade school is an I, elementary I, I, school. That's really? what I thought. Yep. Yes. All yes. right. Then Raphael Devers. Raphael Devers is in middle school. Once he hits puberty, he's going to go crazy. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out. Watch out. Uh, next guy up here is Ryan Brazier. Oh, my boy. My boy, Ryan Brazier. The greatest, second greatest reliever in the Red Sox bullpen. Matt Barnes is better. Um, the team will. True. Team- Leader and saves. He gets gets the job done just about every time he's on the mound. He had that one homer in the game we won anyway. But aside from that, he's been great every time he's been called upon. And Pat, remember, happy thoughts. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna. We're just not gonna look at the peripherals. But yeah, don't do it. You could you could right? you could have bad peripherals all the time as long as you're getting the results. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, there comes a point where maybe this is just. How he is. Yep. Maybe he just Sometimes looks terrible. guys are outliers. Yeah. Maybe he's, maybe he's outliers. I, I look at positivity. So not going to dispute that until next week. I will make a note to, to talk about this more in depth. But, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think Brazier's bad. I don't think Brazier's that bad. I mean, I think he's like Heath Embry level, which is pretty valuable to Red Sox bullpen. I, yeah. think he's a, I don't think he's as good as people think, but I still think he's, he's an average to above average piece. All right. On to the next guy. We have the star of the day, Christian Vasquez. Uh, he's probably, at this point in time, he's probably our best uh, defensive second baseman. Yeah, that that is true. I mean, the guy's got a slick glove. Pedro um, is still not at full speed. Eduardo Nunez is, and that's a problem. Colts can't see. Zue, Linz, and Pawtucket. So Christian Vasquez is our best glove at second base. I mean, Vasquez is not... Outside been... of Mookie, of course. Yeah, and Vasquez has got a couple of long balls, too. He has two home runs already. Does Which he really? Is... Yeah. He's, I he's missed the a... second one. He's tied with Xander Bogarts for fourth on the team, so... He's hitting those There's tanks the... early. He's not waiting until July. Yeah. You've seen those guns, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh, so imagine when the, when the air gets warmer. Like, how many home runs is this guy going to hit? How many times are, are we going to be down one in the ninth with him at the plate? That's that's your answer. So uh, that's all uh, he does. Yeah, I mean, at, at the rate the season's going, not many, but we can hope. Positive. <laughs> uh, Blake Swihart. Okay. 
can't say enough good things about the dude. He last I checked the numbers, and I don't want to check him again in case he's cooled off. But he was on fire. He was cooled hitting off. everything hard. He's, he's cooled off. Cooled off. No, he didn't. Sorry, I'm this taking is the, the positive way on that one. Okay, this is the positivity podcast. He never cooled off. Still scorching. Yeah, he has a 695 OPS, which isn't bad, but cooled off. Caught the team's only shutout. Yeah, that is true. He's doing he's doing pretty well back there. At least I I think he is. I mean, the Red Sox opted to put him behind the plate today, not Christian Vasquez. That, that is true. Played second. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. He he has defensively he has looked good and. I know at one point in time he had like the second fastest uh, throw down to second in the league, which oh, is saying can. something. Yeah, and the dude can run the bases too. Uh, don't don't sleep on that. Yeah, he so, can do it all. This is why Not... we need more Blake Swihart in our lives. Yeah, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Pedro uh, fixed him. Yeah, he <laughs> he had a pretty good start there. He seemed to have uh, turned the corner. If we can get that what guy every single time he's on the mound, I'll take it. I don't care if it was the Orioles. Pedro fixed him. Yeah, Clay Buckles do him. So. Uh, yeah. hey, positivity. Hey, 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 We're hey. not thinking Clay Buckles. Clay bu- we don't Clay Buckles. say that name. Let's talk about Clay Buckles for a second, all right? He had really great stretches. He did well for a <laughs> exactly. while. Get hurt, all right? That's so just, if Edward Rodriguez Clay Buckles can be that, that's valuable. Yeah. Clay Buckles, exactly. he, he existed solely to break your heart. It wasn't like, a, I'm good for a little bit, then I'm bad, then I'm hurt. It was... Uh, how how long do I have to be good before I can break your heart one more time? He did it intentionally. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to be stellar for like this st- period of time, and then this I'm wasn't get like hurt. a this wasn't like a Joe Kelly streaky thing. This was he did it because he hated you. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Sounds like a frat guy. So Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, four twenty two x fit, which is good. I mean, that's pretty good. Um, his peripherals look okay, so that's that's it's not been terrible through three. He's, he's got uh, a better. He's got a better ERA than everyone outside David Price in this rotation. That is a very low bar, but it's true. Mm-hmm. He's using his changeup a lot more. Well, not a lot more. A little more than he was before. But of course, it's early, so who knows? Didn't he? Wasn't weren't there, wasn't there a lot of raving about his uh, refined curveball at camp or his refined slider? Yeah. I think it was the curveball they were curveball. saying. You know, he's added this pitch. It's so much better than he it was before. He's going to be unstoppable. He doesn't have yeah. a curveball, does he? Uh, yeah, according to baseball, maybe it was a cutter. No, I think it was. I think it was definitely a curveball. But I think it was Brooks baseball. Um, some classifications on FanGraphs are different than uh, than other algorithms. I think. What is if FC? You go to Brooks. FC it's is cutter, what, right? it's cutter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, the curve has so zero under it. This year or just in general? Oh, wait. What's SI? Slider. No, SL is slider. Sinker. Sinker. Sinker, then. Sinker. Uh, maybe it's a slider. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he has a curve. I don't know. Can I hover over it? Will it tell me? Yeah, no. Okay, Brooks Baseball, very reliable. It does not list him as having thrown a curveball, so I think our memories are being distorted here. Okay. Something was refined, and I don't know how it's been going on, and I feel like I should have done my due diligence before I made that claim. So, my bad. I'll just edit this whole part out. Really? Thanks, man. You're the best. That's why we love you. Moving on. And uh, other reasons. Mookie Betts. He knows that he, he knows that he needs to do better. He said that he was accountable today. He was accountable. He's accountable. Yeah, he's accountable. And, I mean, he's not doing, like, awful. It's just not Mookie Betts level. I mean, like, if... He's if, doing pretty bad. He's, oh well, he's got he's got he's got a, a ninety nine WRC plus. That's I mean that's not too bad for like a regular player. 
here's a positive statement. He's under team control for this year and next year. It's not sustainable. Ah, there we go. He's not sustainable. Um, he's still he set the record for most money in arbitration. That's good for him. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Does that is that do we have anything else for him? No. He probably won't continue to run into Jackie Bradley. <laughs> yeah, I mean Jackie Bradley has the flu, so it's kinda hard right now. Yeah. And he probably doesn't even want to get close to him, to be honest. My favorite, like, at, least, exa- at least for the next week or so. My favorite thing that I saw come out was that they were they were like, yeah, uh, JBJ lives like right across the street, so if we need him in an emergency, we're just going to call him up. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, next on the list here is Rick Porcello. Ah, uh, this is, I to me, this is going to be the hardest one. So uh, no, this is the easiest one. Rick Porcello is taking one for the team here destroying his market value so he can sign back next year on a team-friendly deal. Ooh. I like how you framed that. I like that. It's Coralytics. You play for the long view. (laughs) I play for 2025. Yeah, the whole team is just going to tank this year. So So it helps them in the farm system. And then, yeah. and then a lot of the guys that are free agents and whatnot get signed back at lesser deals. Yeah, De- deflate Betts' market, deflate Porcello's, yeah. deflate JBJ's, deflate J.D. Martinez's, yeah. and then they're all going to sign back for uh, dirt cheap. And That's the dynasty. That's the conspiracy dynasty. theories. Cor- the court knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no, trust me, by 2023, Tyler Thornburg is going to be an ace in the ro- in the bullpen. <laughs> In the uh, rotation, why? Why? <laughs> dream big. Why stop there? That, yeah, that was a Freudian slip-up. That's what I was really thinking. It was yeah, the rotation. Yeah. 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 All right. Does anybody uh, got anything for Porcello? That I think we covered it. He, uh, want, he wants to sign a team-friendly deal. That's what it is. All right. Uh, that's about it, man. Mitch Moreland. Oh, I gosh. April Babe Ruth. April Babe Ruth. And that's not I feel like that's underselling this kind this guy right now. Babe Five Ruth home runs. They wanted to be Mitch Moreland when he was playing. Yeah, seven oh two slug, one seventy two WRC plus. What more could you want from this guy? He's like but the hot he's one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Genuine question. How many wins does this team have if Mitch Moreland's not on the lineup? Two. Maybe. I don't know. We definitely uh, don't win the first three. And uh, positive, Mitch Moreland's on my fantasy baseball team in the league that Chris and I play with, and he's been remarkable. Probably undefeated. Mm, we play categories, so. If I played fantasy baseball, I'd probably know what that meant. You would. <laughs> uh, I, is that all we have for Mitch Moreland? I thought, I thought we guys wanted to, like. Yeah, I mean. He's like, a god. He's, yeah. I mean, like, what do you want? He's, he's Zeus. Yeah. 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 Everything. Just everything about him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's beautiful. On water. Yep. Steak and potatoes. Love that guy. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up here is uh, A1 Matt Barnes. Oh, he's genuinely fantastic as well. Yeah. He's actually this doing. This dude overnight transformed. Like, he's better than Kimbrell. Yep. Legitimately. Yeah, no, uh, and like I, I think uh, we saw Matt Barnes' evidence last year. And Matt Barnes' underlying numbers-wise was better than Kimber last year. So and he's if, and he's been even better this year. He how, how many strikeouts to walks does this guy have? He's, I I haven't. He's, he's pitched once since I saw the number, but at one point he had a twenty to one ratio going. Fangraphs oh, okay. has him at a seventeen point zero five K per nine. 
Yeah, twelve <laughs> strikeouts to one walk. No, I, and that's it's ridiculous. That's and ridiculous. his BIP is like point three one. Yeah. Matt Barnes is literally just he 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 has really made this decision of the Red Sox not to resign Kimbrel or back in reliever look just smart because I mean we all knew this Barnes was capable of this I, I'm not to this extent but we'll see how it goes from here. Yeah. How Those of us piloting the Matt Barnes Express are looking pretty good right now. Yeah, and I think that that I think that was all three of us. All three of us were well. No, nope. Chris was Chris, Chris nope. was not a board. <laughs> oh, no, wait, well, I was not. Yeah, on no, that. What am I talking about? Dave, Dave, well, let's give each other virtual high fives. Okay. Virtual high five. Can, Sorry, can I, can I can I get on? Can no. I, no, yeah. you wanted Thornburg getting but, the most saves but, on the team. And you know what? I wanna, now I now get that I said train. that, I, I remember explicitly uh, multiple times where Chris has ripped up Matt Barnes. So. I am cautiously going to at least go to the ticket window and inquire about the price of the ticket. Train's gone. Oh, Red's gone. gone. I slept the oh, station, no. man. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, All right. Next guy up here is David Price. Oh, best pitcher in our rotation. Yeah, yeah, three go. good ones in a row. Yeah, 379 ERA, 357. This, uh, this, this list, list right now. Pitch, se- pitch seven shutout way. innings yesterday yeah. gave us really what we needed. You know, hopefully it was inspiring some life because Velasquez started the game after that, and that doesn't count. So hopefully, that made, that you know, so we can get some juice in the starting rotation now. Yeah, price prices has, has looked good. I mean, he's 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 just been good. Yeah. I, it's hard. I mean, it's just it's just wonderful to say that about a starting pitcher in the Red Sox rotation. David it, Price is good. Yeah, yeah. That's all there is to say. Yeah, we've gotten three like good players in a row. This Which means we're due for a bad one because yeah. there's only four good players on the Red Sox. <laughs> exactly. Ready for the next one? Yep. Hector Velasquez. Oh, I mean, he's been he's been good too. Had a bad day today, but he was the it guy that pitched. That bad. It wasn't that yeah, bad. It, he had a not terrible day. He got a he got a little lucky, but positive, but, positive. He uh he was fantastic in that game against the Diamondbacks. I I feel like that's very idiosyncratic of Hector Velasquez. It's never going to be that good, but if he can like, give you three innings and only allow one earned run, I mean that's the Hector it was, Velasquez experience. It was that good against the Diamondbacks. Give him that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, he he he's had his moments, but. Yeah, usually Velasquez is, is just like a three-inning guy, and, and he's, he's done well in his role and what he's capable of. Plus, he really is. I mean, he's always been a control guy, but he has not really walked anyone at all. Oh, actually, never mind. He today he did. Today. Wow. It tires wow. side note. That was, I bit my t- tongue-in-cheek, huh? Why, why, did, why did they opt for another day like with the bullpen like this? Have you seen the starting rotation? Yeah, but like, what was the reason? Health. Give Health. him an extra day rest. Coralytics yeah, tomorrow. Coralytics. I guess we can be. I think you wanted to save. I think you wanted to save sale for the Yankees. Is what it was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like how often we're going to see six man rotation in effect, but uh, we'll see. All right. Especially with Johnson dead. Well, because Sale. When was the last time Sale pitched? He's next that, up. I know, but but before that, was it that blue last game against Toronto? Yeah. And then they had a day off. So he had, mm-hmm. okay. So there. I think it was there. literally just setting it so that Cork could have his best two guys go against the Yankees. Makes sense, though they're not really intimidating right now either. I, you know, uh, I'll take any chance we can get right now. So yeah, no, I know. I know. It's, it's yeah. no longer going to be a race for winning the AL East. It's going to be a race to the bottom. Um, <laughs> four teams. They're all doing the a damn good job. I know they all are. Four right? teams. 
Uh, so next up on the list here is J.D. Martinez. Oh, God this, Among Men. This keeps getting better, yeah. I mean, he's he's not been the J.D. of last year right now, but he, I mean, he's still been really dang good. And his, side note, if you were expecting... If you're expecting J.D. of last year again, you're set to get your heart broken because that was a historically good season. Like, this team could be undefeated right now, and J.D., there's no way he could be as good as he was last year. That wasn't happening. I think, nah, just, I think that's more the story of the Red Sox, though, this year. Like, they had such a storybook year last year that any adversity right now is like, what? Yeah, like, this is already more than the 2018 Red Sox went through all of last year. Uh, like, last year... Last year, the worst thing that happened to us is we lost Game 3 of the World Series and then had the un- unbeatable task of winning a series that we were already leading. I Yeah, I also have another positive for J.D. Martinez, and this is looking at the deeper numbers. Uh, strikeout percentage is one of those stats that stabilizes a lot quicker than every other stat. I believe it's 90 plate appearances. J.D. Martinez is 68, per, uh, 68 plate appearances. Uh, his strikeout rate last year is 22.5%. It's 10.3% right now through 70-ish plate appearances. So that might be a sign that he is, you know, getting better uh, without giving those free outs. So we'll see if he's trading some power for that. But, yeah, it, that that's a good sign. I like it. I like it. I like it, too. We got the final guy here. This is the this is the Brian end. Johnson. This is the ending that will shock you. It's Brian Johnson. I think, wait, wait, wait. wait. Is it Bryce Brentz? It's Brian Johnson. Or Colton Brewer. Yeah, it's Colton Brewer. Wait, we did. Did we do Brian Johnson? No, he's not on the twenty-five man. He's roster. not on the twenty-five. Oh right, 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 right. right. Did you forget the rules sorry. already? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right, let's do Colton Brewer. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, I think the Red Sox really found something with Brewer. I really do. Yeah, the guy. The guy is is looks like he could be pretty special. I mean, he's got he's some had- really good stuff. Had one or two bad outings, which I can't blame because the starters have been so not positive that Brewers sort of pitched more than he probably should be. But, you know, when he's fresh and he's good and he actually has, like, you know, a day of rest in him, he looks great. Yeah. So, Colton Brewer, uh, I we've been writing about him on our site since they acquired him, I think, in, like, November. Um, and, and you knew he was capable about this and was just putting it together. And I know he has a 6.75 ERA right now, so it's not like extremely sexy, but there is some really good stuff going on under under that, that surface level number. So good for Colin Brewer. And again, you said he had some bad bad outing or outings, but other than that, he's looked, he's looked sparkling. Yeah, I think he had one outing where he allowed like three runs in .1 innings, which is in sample sizes this small, that's really skewing things. Exactly, yeah. That's what we've got to be aware of the small sample size theater at play. But yeah, Chris, that's do you have anything about Colton Brewer? No? I got nothing about Colton Brewer. Cool. Well, this was happy. Yeah, I feel better now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely feel better. Like, yeah. I feel like this tingling inside. Hey, so. People could probably sense our energies up a little bit. We're a little bit happier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. like this is listen- good. You can go back and rewind to how we started this. Listen to the energy. Like, especially li- listen to the Chris's introduction when he gave us that cold hey, and, and listen to his jolly voice now. I know, Chris, right? say hey again. Hey. See? Look at, look at that. that <laughs> look at that. That was, that was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. We're good now. Good. Yeah. I can, I can Let's take go the win a World Series. <laughs> we can win a World Series now. Six yeah, of the can, le- okay. We so can go into a ten, schedule that has ten, the how Yankees. How much you want to bet? Ten bucks. Cora just plays this entire podcast during 
tomorrow's meeting. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. It it won't be up by then. Ah, but do we have anything else to talk about, guys, before we depart here? We got zero questions. On Twitter? But we got zero questions. However, uh, that does not mean you shouldn't follow us on Twitter, at BoSoxOnFiltered, because we tweet some really good content, except when the blackout restrictions don't allow me to actually get on Twitter. Uh, But Dave's also... And when... yeah, and when Dave, I'm working, and when he's working, the Red Sox really shouldn't play games while I'm working. Yeah, because I mean, Dave, Dave is the more active and the funnier Twitter user of the site. But you know, we we, we both run it. We, we we try to do a good job. Some of the stuff's funny. You should you should check it out. Also, RedSoxFilter.com. Do that. That's a good site. That's our site. Uh, and you can follow. You can find us, guys. You can listen to this podcast on a variety of platforms, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. And if our lovely affiliate, The Grueling Truth, posted on their many platforms, then you can listen to this on iHeartRadio, among other places. So, yeah, guys, uh, any departing thoughts? Dave? Uh, Tanner Huck starts today, I believe. So he already pitched, but I don't know how he did, so check that out. Hernandez gets the ball next. Um, those two are both really exciting. Huck got shelled last time, but I'm feeling good about a bounce back that may have already happened. So let me know. Go, go. Go see dogs. Go see dogs, Chris. I just want Jackie Bradley Jr. to stop having the flu. Why? Why do you want him to stop having the flu? Because I'm a good person. Okay. I thought you were going to say <laughs> that is true. That, that's very nice. I also Feel want better, JB, Jackie. Yeah, we want Jackie to to come back. I'm actually holding a JBJ rookie card in my hand right now. Um, it's the only card I have. It it's like, like a, a laminated cover. Well, I mean, we were just talking about him. It was on my desk. It's not like this whole time I've been holding Oh, okay. I thought, I thought <laughs> you were just, like, like, sitting there holding like, That's just part of the ritual for the podcast. <laughs> that's what I was just <laughs> thinking. It's like where most people in their wallets have a picture of their, like, you know, significant loved ones. You just pull out the Jackie Bradley rookie card. <laughs> I don't do that, but I, that, that would be fun. Uh, yeah, JBJ hopefully gets better from the flu soon, and then he starts hitting, like... Uh, he's capable of, and I will leave that up to the, to the listener to determine what that is. But yeah, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back with episode 48 probably uh, soon. So yeah, guys, thank you. Let's turn this 611 thing around, and hopefully next time you listen to us, we'll be back at 500 or maybe even better. Go Red Sox. We really need to just do like a blooper I'm gonna, reel. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna create just a blooper like... session. <laughs> my cat's like right in my ear, okay. but I'm good. My cat's sweet. He's All licking right. my hand. Uh, I hate cats that lick hands. <laughs> I've never had a cat that licked my hand. It's weird. It's a dog. Yeah, they, have, they have weird scratchy tongues. Oh, no, you know, I felt the cat tongue before. I agree. All right. I got 25 guys. Oh, wait, I forgot to put Marcus Wald. Oh, what did I just... What the hell am I doing? Come on, Chris. Chris, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm Get I'm it drunk, together. Guys. I'm drunk, jeez. Really? No, I, just, I literally just got back from work. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean you're not drunk, Chris. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>